0: hey everybody welcome back to petty banter this is episode number two i'm one of your hosts uh, nick bartholomew here with my bantering buddy james may how's it going buddy great how are you (laughs) you sound so dead well that's what happens when you
1: work third shift
0: yeah yeah i suppose that that is what happens when you work third shift how was it by the way
1: it actually was was pretty nice I would I would prefer to work that if I could but uh, it was just a temporary thing. yeah just a couple nights right yeah
0: how um, how was it uh, with the sleep schedule and everything did you have any problems?
1: Uh, the first night I uh, near the end of my shift at like 5 a.m I started getting tired but mm-hmm. uh, last night my second and last one was not that bad. Uh, after after I, after I got home, I got a little tired, but I, I wanted to try and stay up so that I could get my sleep schedule kind of back. Yeah, so I sense. only I only did a short nap. Yeah. So yeah. What were the hours anyway? It was uh 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Ah, I see. That's really yep. weird hours. <laughs> well, the store closes at 10, and then yeah. I think it, it opens at 9 usually, mm-hmm. but they just make it eight hours so. No, oh, okay, yeah. It was. We were just doing price changes. There was a lot of stuff that went in clearance. Third shift, like third shift here in Japan, is pretty weird. Like the the
0: shifts are generally fourteen hour shifts. And oh, wow. Yeah. It's it's really weird. And it's not just like in nursing or anything. It's like in general, if you work third shift, you work those kinds of like 14 hour shifts. Like it's an absolutely true overnight shift. Like you start at like 8 PM and you work until like 10 AM or something like that the next day. But they always make sure that you have that day off plus the next day off. Okay. Plus you Yeah. Plus you only work like half as many days as a, a regular person would work yeah it's it's weird i don't
1: really like it that much i wouldn't want to work it i'd probably be fine with it as long as like there were ample opportunities to like sit down and rest your feet
0: yeah yeah that's true
1: if you do if you work a job where you're on your feet all the time
0: yeah my wife worked it a couple times and she has a job where she's on her feet all the time and she said it was pretty hard yeah Although the night shift was easier because she was working at a, at a nursing home. So all the old people are asleep at night. So you don't have to lift old people. She said it was a lot more paperwork oriented. <laughs> so, yeah. Pros and, pros and cons to everything, I suppose. But uh, on, a, on a higher note, I just had the most glorious shit I've ever taken. Oh, <laughs> my God.
1: Oh. I had well. one of those yesterday. That's
0: Did true. you? Oh, my God. I was just sitting on my phone. And then all of a sudden it came out. I'm like, oh.
1: felt like felt like heaven oh my god oh Felt like when you have one of those uh touches of inspiration that the idea light bulb pops up over your head you're just like (gasps) that's right that's right you know i do find i do most of my most of my best
0: thinking on the shitter yeah just sitting especially if i don't have my phone if i forget to take it in and i'll just be sitting there like reading the back of a bottle of shampoo or something and then all of a sudden i'll have this like really great idea for something random (laughs) Isn't it funny how that works? It is weird. The shower, too, is often like that, but that scientifically has backing. Yeah. <laughs> sitting sitting on the shitter is just like, why? Why am I philosophizing on the toilet? Well, all right. How about we go ahead and get this show started off uh, proper here? So, okay. we brought two topics again this week, just like last week. Um, again, I'll have Jim go first, and then I'll introduce my topic at the end. So... Jim, uh, what's your topic this week? Always making me go first. Do
1: you want well, me to go first? It's, a, it's only the second episode, so I can't say always yet. Okay, I'll go I'll first go next week. How about that? All right, all right. Fair is fair. Uh, right. So my, my topic this week is virtual reality, uh, like headsets, the, or in general, virtual reality. Okay. so, the new things that are coming out, like uh, Oculus and the HTC Vive. So you want to talk about three uh, D
0: porn? Is basically what you're telling me.
1: That's only a portion of it. Oh, okay, I see. It's a, it'll be a burgeoning, uh, uh new avenue for porn and for the porn industry. <laughs>
0: new, new, uh, new advancements in POV technology. Yep. Yep.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I actually had an Oculus Rift development mm-hmm. d- DK two, the second development kit. Yeah, you told so I me. I can that. actually speak from some experience uh, on this matter, but uh, like the first thing I wanted to ask you, Nick, is do mm. you think VR will be a flop?
0: That's a really good question because when VR first was announced like many, 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 many years ago, and as you know, I used to own one of those uh, first kind of first gen VR headsets. At the At the time, the the company was called iQity, but I believe now they've changed their name to Vuzix and they still exist. But mostly they're making um, HMDs for kind of like watching TV in the bedroom or like yeah. in bed without disturbing your partner. They're not so much focusing on the VR aspect of it anymore, but at the time it was pretty sweet. Like I remember playing Half-Life 2 in in VR and you could like move your head to move the move the camera and everything like that. And everything was in kind of stereoscopic 3D. The the problem with it was like it was six forty by four eighty at the time, so the pixels oh. were like really yeah, were like really huge. Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of shitty. And not a lot of games supported it. And I thought it was gonna be like that was gonna be the big takeoff of VR. And then it just kind of flopped and no one kind of jumped on the bandwagon until Oculus kind of picked up the bar like what, ten years later or something like that. Yeah. And yeah so i i would like to see i would like to see it become a a big thing and it does seem like with like facebook behind them and sony behind them and uh even HTC's making their own uh version as well i would like to say with these more big companies behind vr this time i don't think it's gonna flop but it very well could if people decide that it's not worth the money
1: yeah i i uh I'm torn. I, I don't want. I definitely don't want it to be a flop. Yeah, um, me neither. I will definitely buy the consumer version when it comes out uh, because when I had the development kit, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll talk more about that <laughs> later. Okay. Uh, but yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think it'll be a flop, and I certainly don't want it to be a flop. I think it, uh, the technology is finally matured enough for it to uh, actually work. Yeah um do you think uh vr will only serve like a niche audience or
0: yeah uh, i definitely think it will serve mostly a niche audience and that audience is going to be the uh the really tech enthusiast audience and the gaming enthusiast audience i don't think people are going to buy vr headsets just to watch porn on as as much as now the the people that own them are definitely going to use them to watch porn but if they're not going to buy them specifically to watch porn so i don't think that they appeal to a wide audience i think that they appeal only to a niche audience
1: yeah, I, I think at first it'll be a, a niche audience. Um, I do think that there's a possibility that after a while it could catch on to be a more of a mainstream thing, mm-hmm. Cause especially if the prices uh, get within an, uh, a good range, an attainable yeah. level, like something that would be similar to a nice monitor these days. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, could, I could see... Uh, HMDs, VR headsets, replacing a monitor altogether.
0: Yeah, I mean, totally. Except for the fact that they're supposed to be horrible for your eyes, I could totally see that. But people don't seem to care so much about their vision these days anyway, so.
1: Nah, who cares about their eyes?
0: Yeah, you can eyes just, are already shot, so.
1: You can get them fixed, probably, right?
0: Yeah, just throw some lasers, just shoot some lasers in there and just it's shoot all better. Some lasers in there. Yep, just pew pew, pew pew, it's we, all like, done.
1: 10 years away from cybernetic eyes or some shit, probably? Yeah,
0: Yeah, and you can pay like $50 to have some Mexican guy in the back of his van just LASIK them anyway, so who cares, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I mean you you're not an anime guy so you never watch Dot Hack but Dot Hack kind of showed how VR could possibly become mainstream and I kind of agree with how they did it where they made portable HMDs where they basically were kind of like Google Glass combined with the Oculus Rift where you just, they replaced smartphones basically and you would just wear them around everywhere and they had this like VR ability and everything or alternate Wait, what's the word? Augmented reality setting and then you could go sit in a cafe or something and then you could turn the VR mode on and it would just completely like enclose your eyes and then you could play like an MMO or something like that while you're sitting down. So something like that that could like really truly replace smartphones and kind of take Google Glass to the next level might be some way to make VR mainstream for, for everybody. And I do think that Google Glass was a good idea, but I don't think it was good enough to truly catch the attention of enough people. Plus, there was the whole creep factor of it, but come on, let's yeah. be honest, people are taking creep shots with their smartphones anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I never really understood why Google Glass didn't really catch on more, but maybe, maybe something like that would be enough to elevate both of them.
1: I'm not sure. Yeah. I
0: don't know if you, what do you think about that, but...
1: I think um, it's certainly possible. I, th- I, I could have swear I saw something, an article or something the other day, saying that Google Glass was no more. That they like discontinued it or something. Yeah, it's pretty much been on the back bur- Put on the back burner. Yeah. Have you seen uh, uh, Microsoft's Hololens?
0: I've I've heard about it. I've never actually really read any articles on it though. That
1: looks really impressive because really? it's 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 sort of like the Google Glass mm-hmm. uh, in that it gives you an augmented reality instead of actual VR. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually goes over your entire like field of vision, from what I understand. Oh. At least, I don't think it's like a 100 a degree plus field of vision, but it, it's like you're actually wearing whole, a whole headset, like glasses type thing. Oh, okay. Um, And I, I saw some demos for it online, and it seems like the audience that they're targeting for it are uh, stuff like... Um, Using it in, in like a workplace environment, like, oh, right. like a, a tutorial overlaid on something. when while you're <laughs> Yeah, there.
0: I've seen those before, like the, the surgery overlays and things like yeah, that that yeah, doctors yeah, can use, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, or engineering ones, yeah.
1: And it, the for that one, uh, like the Google Glass, it has all of the processing built into the headset so you don't plug it into anything, it's all self-contained. Cool. Uh, but I don't really know a whole lot about the HoloLens. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I've only really done uh, research into the f- actual virtual reality headsets. And uh, like one of the things blocking, like, so what, what do you think some of the hurdles are for virtual reality?
0: Uh, price point would be one of them. Yeah. A lot of them tend to be pretty expensive. Uh, another one's going to be... Uh, we were just talking about this the other day, but um, making the resolution of the screen high enough where you don't see pixels. Because a lot of people get irritated by that.
1: Yeah, the uh, the screen door
0: effect is what they call that. Yeah, the screen door yeah. effect is pretty irritating sometimes. Um, like realistic i know with with the vr headset that i owned way back when uh one of the biggest issues was like realistic head tracking so a lot of that requires a lot of expensive equipment and whatnot to get going so i know there's not a lot that they can do about price point but it's it would really be nice to see them come down maybe not now but maybe in the future
1: yeah i think mm -hmm. a large portion of the cost of these right now is is uh trying to recoup r&d
0: yeah
1: because i know um a large portion of the tracking that is being done is through like IR IR emitters on the headsets, and then a camera that watches that watches it. Right, right, right. As yeah, well like as like uh, yeah. like gyroscopes and uh, sensors and stuff on the device. But yep. I mean, those things aren't aren't terribly expensive to put into a device. I think it's all R and D of getting it working. Yeah, that's probably true.
0: Um, of course, the the other big issue that I would think about is um, just getting the support required and having people invest in in VR and making VR uh, compatible games and other software videos and whatnot Just making it become a standard medium would be and that's what I what I really hope takes off And that's what would make VR take off but and at the moment it seems like people are embracing it more than they were the last time around so Let's yeah. let's pray that they start to continue to make VR modes for uh, for games and whatnot.
1: Yeah, the whole like I I, I think VR is probably going to fail on consoles. I do too. Like I don't the think the, the, yeah, the
0: PlayStation VR I don't think is really going to take off. Who wants to buy that that expensive of an accessory for their PS4? I, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but who knows? I mean, you can't watch yeah. porn on that. At least, I don't especially
1: so. with the uh, increased uh, processing power that's required for VR
0: yeah that's true
1: which was one of the other uh, hurdles I was going to bring up the system requirements yeah for virtual reality mm-hmm. uh, because both of the VR headsets that are going to be released commercially this year have 90 Hertz refresh rates on the panels that's right yep uh, so and there everyone is saying that you need to have at least a minimum of 90 frames per second so that you won't get motion sick. Interesting. And to maintain 90 frames per second, uh, at these resolutions, it's hard. you need a fairly beefy computer.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: I believe I read that the minimum GPU was like a GTX 970.
0: Or uh, I think yeah. it was the minimum uh, recommended. The recommended, yeah, yeah. I think I saw the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, you need you do need a pretty beefy computer just to get them up and running. What what do you think about like the the lighter entries in VR? Like for example, the the Samsung Gear, for example, that just uses a smartphone as its processor. Though
1: I think those are fantastic. Yeah, those are a good way to get people uh, into the ecosystem, introduce them mm-hmm. to what it, what the possibilities are. Yep, I mean you don't get the full head tracking, but you do get the uh, basic uh, tracking. Right, like, yeah. like using, a, like looking at a photosphere. Yeah, yeah, picture, yeah. That type of mm-hmm. tracking, you won't get depth, but you'll get side yep. to side. Yep, yeah,
0: just like yeah. the one that I had before. But I, these ones, obviously, they probably work a hell of a lot better. Plus, they're oh, AMOLED, yeah. which is really good.
1: Yeah, I was I was really impressed when I uh, when I got my development kit and the uh, degree of tracking that it was able to able to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I could almost turn completely around and move any direction I wanted to and it relayed fairly accurately on the screen that I was looking into. Yeah,
0: I I think that there's no no doubt that, for example, the Oculus Rift is going to require a pretty beefy computer. Um, yeah. but I think that the like the Samsung gear VR does show that it it can be done with a lower processor if you sacrifice you know the depth and things like that and it, it probably can be done on consoles as well it's just I don't I don't think it's gonna take off I don't think that the performance is going to be a hurdle I just think that it's not going to really take off on consoles for a variety of reasons yeah one of which is why I think that console gaming is gonna die or at least I hope it will pc master race <laughs> Hashtag PC
1: yeah. Master. I, I doubt console gaming will die but I I, I want it to die. <laughs> I want it to die too. No, PC I don't really th-
0: I don't really think I don't really think it's going to die but I do wish yeah. it would die.
1: <laughs> oh. yeah.
0: So now we just have to wait for the Xbox compatible one and then we can talk about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I've heard anything about the an Hollow Lands will be
0: Xbox compatible, Xbox One compatible.
1: So now we now we can look at the uh, like uh, the things I mentioned earlier, the two main uh contenders in vr right now yep we got the oculus rift Mm -hmm. and the htc vive yep uh is there one have you looked into it nick is there one that you think you'd prefer
0: i think the vive is gonna be better i just i absolutely think it looks better plus they've got all the support of valve behind them
1: it's true yep never count valve out
0: no definitely not i'm
1: secretly waiting for it for like the launch day of the vive Yep, for them to uh, say, "Oh, look here's Half Life 3. It's, it's a, a Vive, uh, yeah, Vive only. <laughs> yeah,
0: Vive only. You have to buy it. Plus that that little uh, those controllers that they're putting out seem pretty cool as well. The ones that the little Steam controllers.
1: I actually think I liked the. Uh, um, oh, you mean the uh, the Steam. Which which uh, controllers are you talking about? The one for the specifically for the Vive? Or yes, for yes, like yes, yes. Okay, uh, I think they're. I think Oculus has better controllers. I've actually. Uh, I no, I did see a picture of the Oculus. Better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think they called them like the, the half moon controllers or something. Yeah, that's right. They're like code name mm-hmm. or something like that. But uh, yeah, I uh, I think they fit your hand better, give you the better uh, feeling of like grasping something yeah but i either way i think they're both going to do well for with the controllers that they have yeah the uh, as for like the, the the headset i think like that i, I i'll probably get mm-hmm. i think i'll go with the vive as well yeah uh just because it seems to be the one with you know more features and better i guess mm-hmm. uh like the Oculus uses one base station to track you. Yep. And the, the Vive uses two. Two. Yeah. So it's automatically going to give you uh, probably more accurate uh, location tracking, as well as uh, a larger range of uh, uh, like what's the word field like the area that you can it it can actually track you in.
0: Yeah, field of vision or yeah. field of yeah whatever yeah yeah, yeah i think so
1: i, I hope area. so yeah.
0: yeah i hope so uh
1: with the headset that you had years and years mm-hmm. ago yep uh did you have what, what would you say your field of vision was like did you have much peripheral vision or was it really just directly no, in front of no
0: there it was directly in front there was almost no peripheral at all and as far as like head tracking and stuff like that it was all done with a gyros a simple gyros gyrometer Okay. It wasn't done with, uh, like, a uh, base station or anything like that, or IR like they are these days.
1: Yeah, these uh, new uh, these new ones, they um, they actually do have, like, a peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, the screens are larger, and the lenses, yep. I'm, I'm guessing, are better. I uh, would hope so.
0: <laughs> I mean, you've not actually like... seen these things. I haven't actually seen one, so you can explain them a lot better than I could.
1: Yeah, it's it's not like the it's not going to give you as good of a field of vision as you you know would have with your normal eyes, mm-hmm. uh, but it's like 110 degrees. Uh, so you definitely do get some, some peripheral vision. That's good. Um, it surprised me at least. Um, yeah, it de- it definitely surprised me. And did you, have you seen that the Vive has a front facing camera? Ah, uh, yes, I did see that. Do you know what that's for? I don't. That is one of the things that I think is really cool. It's actually used for a thing that they're calling chaperone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where it will be able to sense objects in the area that you're in and sort of give you like a warning in your game or like some sort of hint in your field of vision that you're you're about to hit something.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. So, like, if there's like a a cat running across your room or yeah. a, a desk, it'll let you know. Hey, there's something right there. You should stop.
0: Hey, idiot! Stop moving around. You're supposed to be in yeah. a chair. Yeah.
1: And then I, I uh, looked up to see how many connectors mm-hmm. each one requires. Yeah. And it looks like the Oculus requires one HDMI and three USB. Oh, At so least you the, were right. Yeah, the mm-hmm. commercial version, anyway. Yep. Uh, and the Vive will require one HDMI, and two USB. So one le- one less USB. That's crazy! I can't believe that it actually requires
0: one less USB connector. Yeah. So it's so the the Oculus doesn't have any kind of external power at all, huh? It's all gonna be USB powered. Looks like it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm sure one of those is powering the webcam, and I'm sure one of at least one of those is powering the power itself. And I don't know what the hell the other one's doing.
1: Yeah, it makes me wonder uh, how many uh, like how they're counting them. Yeah. Because, I mean, the Vibe has two base stations, but it also only uses two USB ports. Right. And do those two base stations both use one one port, or? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's not really that big of a deal. No, but no, no. Computers these days have, like, ten USB ports on the back and, like, another That's four right. or six or eight on the front. Yeah, And
0: you can always buy a powered USB hub now for, like, 20 bucks, so it's not really an issue anymore. Yeah, it's not a huge issue. No. It'd be an issue for laptops, but... Who's gonna yeah. use
1: this on a lot? I shouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, the uh, the only real like huge difference that I noticed between the Rift and the Vive, yeah, uh, was that the Rift has built-in speakers. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm not really sure how big of a deal that will that'll play in.
0: Not at all. I would imagine, especially if you have a really really good set of headphones.
1: Yeah, I'm, they're probably pretty crappy.
0: I would imagine that they're not the best. Are they bone conducting? I don't even know. I know, like the ones on the the Google Glass were bone conductors.
1: No, from the yeah. video I've seen, uh, they're they look like those cheapo on ear ones that you, oh, okay. you like, yeah. basically get on an airlines in the <laughs> past. <laughs> great.
0: Yeah. So I can watch Queen Queen Latifah fall down in great terrible audio. Yep. Yep. Excellent. Your audiophile ears will be screaming. God damn it! I'll just put pl- like plug in my ultimate ears anyway. Yeah, those, uh, those crappy ones that I had before had exactly the same thing but they were they were attachable speakers so you could actually take them off but they were like long strips and they just had like a little tiny speaker like sitting right in front of your ear and it it literally sounded like someone was screaming through a tin glass tin can at me. Oh god. Yeah, it was really bad so I ended up just pulling them out permanently and just putting in headphones cuz it was really bad.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't stand horrible audio. No, me neither. I can't even stand horrible audio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how much do you think the is gonna cost?
0: I would say that it's probably gonna be more than the Rift. I don't know why I think that I just do. Well I'll um, guarantee with, you it's gonna be more than the Rift. Yeah, with uh with Valve behind them and with a big name like HTC, I think that they can charge a bit of a premium for it. If I had to guess, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my guess at eight ninety nine
1: yeah i would say anywhere between uh seven yeah 700 900 somewhere yeah. around there I, i'm
0: putting my guess a little bit on the higher end just because it's htc and they have a yeah. name behind them but it, i could i could see it coming in at like 749 or something like that as well
1: mm-hmm.
0: totally I but i definitely think it's going to be more than the more than the rift for sure
1: yeah i know i know uh, now, uh... I can, I'll talk about my personal experience with the, uh, with my Rift Alright, I,
0: I know you can't see me right now, but my my head is in my hands and I'm smiling, <laughs> just waiting for your story. What story are,
1: do you think I'm going to talk about? Are you gonna Are you
0: gonna talk about the your experience with the development kit of the Rift? Are you gonna talk about watching porn on it?
1: Nah, nah. Oh. I I think people can figure that one out themselves. No, oh, okay. But uh, I was going to talk about uh, like some of the various demos that I tried. Mm-hmm. There were quite a few of them, and I, I wanted okay. to give them all a good, good shot. All right, go for it. Uh, I think the the one I liked the most—I can't for the life of me remember what it was called—but it was in uh, the graphics were kind of like a cell shaded type type graphics. Yep. And it was a small level, and it was based all around uh, like grappling. Uh, onto things, then launching up into the air and grappling onto another thing, you know, just like Tarzaning around. Oh, okay. Um, and you'd have two grapples and use the controller and use the two triggers to use it. Mm-hmm. And you could just fly around and jump really high and stuff like crazy. And I, that's the only demo that I played where I actually got that feeling in the pit of my stomach like I was actually falling.
0: Okay, so you were getting a little bit of that motion feel.
1: Yeah, uh, and I'll definitely—I can tell you now—I never got motion sickness playing using it at all. Okay, but I would not take that as uh, me saying that nobody will—nobody will get motion sick with these. The the Oculus
0: Rift is going to come with a spew cup.
1: I have like a stomach of steel. I never get nauseous. Never get motion sickness at all.
0: Yeah, we go on those cruises all the time, and you never get seasick, do you? Never. Yeah, I remember when, that, when we hit that storm the first night on that cruise, we went, and like I had that freaking seasickness bracelet on, because I was really feeling it.
1: Yeah, you guys, like everyone on the ship was getting seasick, and I was just sitting there watching the TV. Yep. It's like, oh, I'm fine. Which is like the worst
0: thing to do when it's like a seasick environment is to watch a screen.
1: Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I, just just don't, like, yeah it cares. I just don't get <laughs> nauseous, which is nice yeah, for, for VR. That's <laughs> good. That's really nice, yeah. I but uh, never, yeah, some of the other demos I played. Um, one of them was uh, was like a an educational one, where mm-hmm. since you since with the uh, the VR you can you get stereoscopic vision, you can actually get like general ideas of size and uh, uh what's the word? Expanse, something like that. You know. Yeah, expansion of, mm-hmm. of stuff in front yeah. of you. Yep. And one, this one would, it brought you through a tour of our solar system. Oh, cool. Uh, you were like flying in like a little chair around uh, the solar system. And it showed you the, the general sizes of all the planets. Totally and, legit. <laughs> like they looked so huge in VR. Yeah. It's truly mind boggling. It's It's amazing. Well, planets are pretty big. They are. They are. <laughs> And then when they when they shrink the earth and then they bring in all of them and you're like wow. That's pretty cool. I'd like to crazy. see that. Um and then there was I played a horror game, I, I think it was called like Asylum or something. Oh dude, those are gonna be like the best on VR, because oh, there's God. like no no escape from the screen. Yeah, I was I was playing it and usually uh horror games don't scare me really. Yeah. I mean I'll get me you know, I'll jump every once in a while if if yeah, it's one yeah, of those yeah. games jump scares fear with the random zombie <laughs> but i don't i don't like yeah i don't i don't actually i'm not actually getting scared yeah uh but this game like it got me close like to the point where i was like i don't want to play this anymore yeah like, that feeling of i was dread on the edge of my so seat real. yeah yeah i was like oh god what's going on here it's not like luigi's mansion where you're just laughing the whole time that's for sure <laughs> yeah put this headset on and then you put on these uh you know over your headphones and you're just immersed in this absolutely goddamn haunted mansion uh it it was pretty awesome i had i i let some of my friends play it and they thought it was so cool dude i remember when i first
0: got my my surround sound speakers uh, this was back when doom 3 first came out and i played doom 3 at like 1 a.m with the surround sound speakers just on, and I almost shit my pants then. <laughs> <laughs> so I can only imagine how bad VR is. And I don't again. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't really get scared of of uh, horror games, but Doom Three was one that really got me. I don't know why, but.
1: Ugh! Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, but I VR. I imagine would really make me feel like ugh oh, creepy.
1: Yeah, it definitely gives you the uh, the immersion, the ambiance. Yeah. Of the horror, you know, genre, you get that dread, mm-hmm. you get that dread going. That's right. But I think my favorite game that I played had to have been Elite Dangerous.
0: Yeah, you mentioned Elite Dangerous, and a lot of people have said it's really good.
1: Yeah, and that was actually the game that got me to buy the development kit. Oh, really? Uh, seeing the reactions of people in like YouTube videos, mm-hmm. the reactions when they tried this game out for the first time, I was like, wow. And everyone I... Everything that I've read, these people are like, "Yeah, this is the game to showcase VR." So I I was really excited to try it out. I even uh, got a uh, uh, hotas setup, which was the uh, hands-on throttle and stick. Yep. Uh, to play mm-hmm. and just driving around a spaceship through space and like docking onto space stations and seeing how massive these space stations are. Yep. And th- that was. That was amazing in itself and then actually going uh, out into space and getting in dog with other spaceships nice i mean you you get so used to playing these combat games where your vision is stuck staring forward yeah and you're constantly just moving your joystick to try and find where they went that's right. watching your mini yep. map, but when you're playing this game with a uh head tracking and a, a virtual headset you can like literally rotate your head all the you know look behind yourself in your cockpit to track them, it's so much easier to keep an eye on someone in, in combat. Not to mention it's, more realistic. Yeah, way more realistic. It increased my combat like capability tenfold. I was just wrecking everyone. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. And then like when you entered, uh, uh, what's the word like hyperspace or you know like FTL type travel or whatever they mm-hmm. call it in that game. That's right. Uh, the effect they give you. With all the light like bending around you, yep, was so trippy. I bet it was so cool. Every time I went there, I was like, "All right, let's get ready. This is awesome. Can't wait to see this again." <laughs> was it, is it going
0: to give some people seizures? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Damn it! All and right, so the, don't play Elite Dangerous if you have a history of epilepsy. The,
1: the fun <laughs> one. Of the, the fun thing is when you uh, go into the uh, h- hyperspace jump or whatever to another uh, solar system. Uh, it always takes you out of uh, hyperspace, like right in front of the star of that system. Mm-hmm. So you have to like pull up right away. And it's so massive when you see it in stereoscopic uh, 3D. Yeah. It's just like all of a sudden this f- gigantic flaming ball of a sun's in front of you. You're like, oh, shit. It, it's 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 so cool. It's That's such a cool great experience. And I'm definitely going to play that again when I... Uh, when I get the commercial version of uh, the Vive or the Oculus, yeah, it sounds awesome. Yeah, there's, there's even. Um, I tried playing a few games. There's a program some some people have developed that allow you to. Uh, it allowed you to use the Oculus development kit with games that don't generally support it. Oh, okay. It's like a, a like a hacked, uh, 3D vision type deal that they do. To get That's it to right. work. Oh, okay. And I'll be honest, it didn't really work very well. Yeah. I'm at sure. least but I only really tried it on two games. Mm-hmm. And the only one I remember trying I actually remember trying it on was um uh Grand Theft Auto. Ah, okay. GTA v. Um I really wanted to use it in Portal 2, but I could not get it to work. Oh, that's too bad. Which really bothered me because I given thought it giving like that... an error or something, crashing or something. I just couldn't get it to show up properly on the device. I see. <laughs> yeah, and, but and I, I, I really want to try because I, you, Portal feel you'd think that'd be a really fun game to play in VR.
0: You would imagine, yeah, it seems awesome.
1: You mean flying around in portals? that would be pretty fun.
0: Yeah, no, that's what's gonna happen. Instead of Half Life Three, they're gonna announce Portal Three with the launch of the Vive.
1: <laughs> I, I won't. I wouldn't be that mad. I wouldn't I've be that bad either. i sort of given up on Half-Life 3 at this point. So.
0: I think most people have given up on Half-Life 3 at this point.
1: Yeah. Pretty it's much.
0: Unfortunate. At this point, we're going to be like 80 years old and all of a sudden fucking that bastard is going to be like,
1: hey, everybody, here's Half-Life 3. Yep. But uh, the something I said earlier about you know, having it replace your monitor. Yep. I actually played around with a few uh, programs Mm -hmm. that would give you a virtual desktop. Oh, okay. And I I could definitely see that uh, being in the future for VR. How did they do it?
0: Kind of like a smartphone, sort of like a rotating desktop or something?
1: Uh, I was basically, um, what's a good way to describe it? Think of it like when you put on the headset, you're basically just in Avoid, just an okay. empty room. Okay. It could it could be a room or just a void. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the one of the backgrounds I used was just like you're actually in space. Like, oh, all right. You could see, you could see stars off in the distance and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, and then like directly in front of you is like a massive uh, screen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like the game uh, the uh, the program simulates a screen of any size that you can that you want to set in yeah. front of you. Mm-hmm. So I had it simulating a 120 inch screen in front of me <laughs> and it literally, it looked like a 120 inch screen.
0: That's awesome.
1: And you like, it, it was so massive where you actually had to use your head tracking to see the whole screen. <laughs> and I mean, I didn't, I didn't use it a lot because the resolution on the, on the uh, thing made it really hard to read. Oh, I see. In, using the virtual desktop. Yeah. Uh, but once they fix the resolution problem, definitely I would do that. Seems awesome. Yeah, you,
0: that's that's not kind of how I imagined that they would pull it off, but that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it was it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, and you could uh, do doing that. Uh, you'd I mean I think you would actually end up saving money in the long run if you're one of the people who uh, gets multiple monitors, because mm-hmm. I mean in a VR world you could have a bunch of virtual monitors. Mm-hmm in your in your uh, vr view or whatever
0: yeah of course
1: it, it was pretty cool and i could also uh see it being used to in the same sense being used to uh, watch movies yeah of course you can simulate yeah.
0: any size screen that you want and of course any movies that are shot in 3d is going to be super easy on the vr headset yeah that's going to be pretty cool did you try any pedestrian programs like microsoft word or anything like that uh web browsing
1: in in the virtual desktop app, yep. um, pretty much everything, it, I mean, you, you see, you basically just have a huge monitor in front of you. Mm-hmm. It's like a, just a big screen. So all your programs just look like flat programs on it. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's just really hard to read anything.
0: Right. It's kind of weird that you can't just make the program or you can't use the VR headset like a screen where it just kind of takes over your desktop or can you, I'm not even sure.
1: The way it worked, uh, when you, when you had it plugged straight in, mm-hmm. um, it was really messed up. Okay. Uh, cause you would imagine it would be like the left side of this monitor that's plugged into your computer would be the left eye and the right would be the right eye. You would hope so. But it was like first.
0: Oh uh, yeah.
1: And um. we actually had to set the monitor in, uh, the NVIDIA control panel as, uh, portrait instead of landscape okay so it was really like you if you put it on and you didn't have a uh the program already up and running yeah uh, it really hurts your eyes oh, okay but i imagine it's going to be different in the commercial version
0: yeah i would hope so they're, they're going to have some kind of a fix for that because I, I would yeah. want if i'm going to buy this thing i would want it to be like a full-on monitor replacement yeah I would at
1: that at that price yeah
0: at that price I would want it to like like if I want to browse the web on it I want to browse the web on it if I want to watch a movie I want to watch a movie. if I play a game I want to play a game I want to be able to do everything that I could do on a regular desktop without having to use like a virtual desktop I'll tell you right now, mm-hmm.
1: don't expect that out of the first uh, releases okay. um because the the development kit that I had was 1080p 1920 by 1080 yeah it was like 960 by 1080 per eye hmm it was one whole screen uh and these new ones i believe have two separate screens but it's still only a slight increase in resolution that's that's and true yeah even at 960 by 1080 i could see the pixels yeah and yeah we, i mean as i said it made it hard to read stuff in virtual desktop i'm sure so and i i did the the math just to see like the number of pixels that are drawn per eye compared to the old one versus the new one yeah and it's only like a thirty percent increase. Oh, okay. So I I would probably it, wait until the second generation.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that might be a good idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe they introduced something, uh, maybe like a, a special film over the screen that'll maybe uh, reduce the screen door effect. I'm not sure. Yeah,
0: I'm not sure either.
1: I, I guess we'll see. But yeah, I, I'm 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 keeping my uh, my expectations lowered.
0: Yeah, I, I've kind of tempered my excitement about the the first gen. Uh, I probably won't be getting one of the first gen ones anyway, just just because of logistics reasons. But yeah. uh, I, I probably will be waiting for a second release. But um, it, it'll be interesting to see when if you're still going to buy one when you get yours, what it's like.
1: Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm a. I'm a soft yes here. I'm a soft yeah. yes. I mean, I, I definitely want to get one since I actually have experienced it. And I feel like anyone who has like, if you would have had the opportunity to try the DK2, I think you would have been like, hell yeah, I'm buying this. I probably would
0: have because I was one of the first and biggest proponents of VR. So, and I am really excited about VR. It's just that I'm not after, after experiencing VR through my older headset, I, my exce- my expectations are kind of tempered. I know that I'm not going to be getting like all of a sudden I put this on and I'm in fucking Jurassic Park or something like that. Like, yeah, I'm there. I, I know it's not going to be like that. I wish it was like that, but uh, you know, it, it, you can't have everything yet. It's just the technology is not there yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, I want to get the Vive, but I know it's going to be expensive. Yeah, uh, I, I know. <laughs> but I, then I know I I won't have to upgrade my computer to use it. That's
0: true. You already have a nine eighty, right? Ti. I
1: have a nine eighty Ti. Yeah. With it's water cooled with a custom BIOS. Ooh. I, yeah, I get some ridiculous performance, but. Uh, <laughs> I get some. I get those ridiculous numbers. I I would buy the Rift because because it's a little cheaper, but, the motion controllers aren't coming out for the Rift till the second half of this year. Yeah. And I, don't, I of course I haven't looked into the Vibe. I don't know if the motion controllers coming is coming out immediately with them.
0: I'm not sure either I don't even know if they've mentioned it yet.
1: yeah I'm not I'm not sure interesting. It, it'll
0: be interesting to see I think um, the number of people that just buy a rift right out of the gate will kind yeah. of set the pace I think and it's gonna be interesting to see how well it sells.
1: I know the the uh, pr- the they had like a limited quantity for pre-orders That's for the right. rift yeah and it like was all gone in I think uh, a couple hours or something maybe even less than an hour. Yeah, yeah,
0: but then again, I mean, there's a lot of VR enthusiasts out there, and I'm still not entirely sold on the whole on the whole thing. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see, and some of those people might be regretting their decision as well now that the Vive has been announced and everything. True, yeah, the Vive looks strictly better, so I I definitely am glad that I didn't pull the trigger too quickly on this one. Remember, remember those Pandoras we bought? and then like instantly regretted pulling the
1: trigger so early i i ended up canceling mine didn't i i don't think oh I ever you never even got, got yours that's right that's right um, yeah you ended up canceling I think it, it. it, it like, took so long and i was like i don't have the money for this anymore
0: yeah that's right it took like a year didn't it because i remember
1: a year. i think i think i like really wanted to get it before we went on the trip to havasu i think Th-
0: that's right yep yeah yeah and that just didn't happen, unfortunately. Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, for those of you guys who don't know what we're talking about, uh, the the Pandora was like this little uh, Linux emulator box that was intended to play like uh, NES games, SNES games, Game Boy games, and and stuff like that. And it was, how much was it? it was like three hundred, four hundred bucks? I think it was like
1: three ninety nine, if I recall. Yeah, maybe a little less, something around there.
0: Something like that, and it actually was pretty cool. It was all built by hand, and uh, it, it ran all the emulators perfectly well, just like it was supposed to, and all that. But they ended up keep getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back again and again and again and again, and eventually we're just like our our excitement was so tempered about it. It was just like eh, man. If it comes, it comes. And then pretty you much it. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. It was pretty cool. I ended up selling mine on eBay as well. And I almost got my full price back for it, which was pretty cool because I had actually used it for like three months after or before I sold it. Nice. Yep. That's what happens when there's limited supply. People are willing to pay more money. Yep. Hell yeah. But yeah, it was cool. You You used mine, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I used it. I tried it out yeah. once
0: or twice. It was pretty neat. It was interesting. The, the web browser and everything on it sucked, so if you are trying to do anything other than play games on it, it wasn't really good, but
1: meh. Yeah, it's
0: cool. It's like, now I can just play games on my phone, and I have one of those mounts that I can attach a PS3 controller and connect it with Bluetooth, so it's like, why do I even need this anymore? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the resolution on my phone screen is much higher than the resolution on that stupid Pandora was.
1: Yeah, wasn't oh, it that 800 by 600 I think?
0: Yep, I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> not not very exciting at all that's what happens when technology jumps leaps forward in like two years <laughs> now I, I hold a 1080p screen in my hand what is this magic pretty much exactly all right anything you want to say about vr to wrap it up
1: no, i think we've pretty much uh, beat that dead horse
0: you beat the horse into the ground. Yep. We'll, we'll definitely have to revisit the topic at least for like the opening part of our show after you uh, get your whatever you're gonna get if you get the vibe or whatever. Yeah. And you so can, that's gonna
1: be in the next couple months, I think.
0: Yeah, and then you can brag to me about how amazing it is. Yep. Oh uh, yeah, you gotta get one. You fucking thing. it's so fucking awesome, man. <laughs> yep. Hey, you don't have any money. <laughs> You stupid bastard! <laughs> well,
1: hopefully you'll be back in the states by then. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I'm hoping to be back in the states before June. So let's let's yeah. pray. Speaking speaking of going back to the back to the states, uh, my my wife actually called the uh, the Philippine embassy yesterday. Yeah. She has to she has to get this police certificate saying that she didn't break any laws while she was in the Philippines. Yeah. And um, the she the the people at the at the embassy they answer the phone and they're like, "What do you want?" <laughs> and, she, and she's like, and I'm like, oh my god, this is just like Chinese takeout back home <laughs> You call, do you, did, did you ever, no, I don't even think you ever experienced it But there's this Chinese takeout place near the Walgreens that I used to work at And you would call the place and the, the usually the son, it was probably like 16 year old son Would pick up the phone and he'd be like, what you want? <laughs> and I'd be like, I'd be like, General So's chicken. He'd be like, okay, 15 minute. And then he hang up the phone. Like he doesn't ask for a name. He doesn't ask for like takeout or whatever, or delivery yep. or whatever. He's just like, 15 minute. And he hangs up the phone. And I'm like, oh, okay. That, that's lovely. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. It, it was kind of like that, That they were like super rude. And we're like, isn't this supposed to be a government facility? Like what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> but Oh, well all right uh i guess topic number two sorry drinking some water here uh topic number two is going to be um kind of like talking about food habits and comfort food and stuff like that uh both me and jim have struggled with our with our weight in the past so i thought it would be kind of an appropriate topic to talk about Um,
1: Goddamn food
0: Food is so fucking good, right? I know. I know. Whoever whoever invented, like, a fucking Domino's pizza should be shot in the face. Like, we should shoot that guy. And we've all had our moments where we're addicted to different kinds of food for brief periods of time. Remember when you were addicted to Domino's chicken?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I go on. I have a habit of uh, finding something I like and then binging on it for a long time uh for like a month or something yeah. and then switching to something new when and i say binging I like eating it every couple days
0: yeah yeah at least every couple days mm-hmm. like every time i remember like this is like right before we, i left for japan like every time i would come over to your house you'd be like okay we're going to domino's and we're getting some domino's chicken
1: yeah like, i don't think i've okay. had domino's chicken in like two years now
0: yeah that's kind of how you are though right like you'll just yeah. kind of go on a thing for like a really long for like a month or two and then you'll just be off of it completely
1: Yep. That's how I, that's how I roll. Yeah. I, do you still have that problem? Yeah, I still, I still find something. I still go through that. I go through phases. Yeah. I, I kind of do, I kind of do the
0: same thing. I, I came to Japan and I didn't have McDonald's for like two years and then I had McDonald's and I couldn't stop eating McDonald's. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Oh my God, I have to, I have to have a Big Mac. Oh my God. I have to have a double quarter pounder. Oh my God. I have to have something, something, something like chicken. Oh my God. I have to have all of it again. It's yep. like, it, but, but for me, it was kind of that, that thing where it was mixed with nostalgia. Like, oh my God, this is oh, yeah. food. This is food from home. I. It's like, oh my God, I'm reminded of home. So I just binge and binge and binge. I gained so much weight. It wasn't even funny.
1: I get like a different kind of nostalgia from McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whenever, whenever I smell McDonald's fries, it instantly yeah. brings me back to my childhood. Seriously?
0: Yeah. What the, what the hell happened with McDonald's fries in your childhood that, that I need to know about?
1: When I, well, when I was younger, we ate a lot of McDonald's, like when my yeah. mom was, uh, actually, was it when my mom was babysitting? I don't remember. All I know is it, it just reminds me of my childhood, and I, like nothing spe- specific. Interesting. You know what I mean? Just a general, general temporal location. Yeah.
0: And, and I think that kind of goes exactly back into exactly how McDonald's wants you to feel when you eat yeah, that Yeah, I food, think right? so. It's like all this food is like so addictive, and it's all perfectly formulated to make your brain want more and more and more of it. And all of this junk food is so addictive, and you can really get stuck just eating and eating and eating it until all of a sudden you're like, "Oh my god, I'm 300 pounds! Yay!" Yep. Yeah, you you recently lost a lot of
1: weight though, didn't you? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm around 235 to 240 right now. Before and you I... were up around like 285, right? i was at 295 oh okay yeah no 295 motherfucker well that's another 10 pounds so (laughs) it's a big so i've lost about 60 ish pounds that's good though that's really nice yeah it's. But i've kept it off for about a year so that's nice for for all the listeners
0: that are struggling with their weight what's your secret buddy
1: oh i have nobody wants to listen to mine it's not gonna work just do it basically i starved myself <laughs> uh, I lost that, 60 pounds it. over. Let's see. Uh, I started in the beginning of August, and I lost 60 pounds uh, by the middle of December. There you go, anorexics, so, You're doing it yeah. right. Yeah. So it's that's all. That's only a few months. <laughs> I was limiting myself to like 1,000 to 1,200 calories a day, which is unhealthy. Oh wow. Well. Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, and unhealthy. I stopped drinking soda for, for that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, yeah, dropped weight very fast, but then I plateaued I and I just couldn't lose anymore without, yeah, exercise, without like exercising,
0: probably... yeah, without exercise and things like that, it's pretty hard. I would imagine, unless you're just going to drop down to zero calories,
1: <laughs> then yeah. your
0: body will cannibalize itself. <laughs> go, I go did try anorexic. something
1: uh, for a little while that worked pretty good called intermittent fasting. What's that? Uh, it's where you... Is that really you like fast in
0: the morning or something, or fast in the and then you eat at night?
1: You eat like once a day.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah, okay.
1: Where what I would do is I would eat around four, four o'clock. Yeah. Uh, like a really hearty meal, like a thousand calorie meal, something you'd really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And then I wouldn't eat again until next the next day at four. Ah, okay, I see. Um, and really, the hardest part is. Around like 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. like a few hours after you wake up you really start feeling it but if you could you just just drink a bunch of water and it, it'll it kind of staves it off yeah and then honestly after a while you're uh, feeling the hunger just goes away that's true it's, it is it, true, as yeah. bizarre as it is it just goes away it does
0: I remember watching this uh, documentary movie back in I think it was the last year of university Uh, fat sick and nearly dead where this guy went on a juice binge for like 30 days. So all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, that's the best way to lose weight. Like I can still get some kind of nutrition and I can actually lose a lot of weight doing it. And it's essentially doing what you were doing, except eating probably a little bit more healthily than you were doing, because you're essentially taking in between probably like 800 to a thousand calories a day because, you know, vegetables and fruit don't really have that many calories to them. And what you're drinking is essentially just vegetables juice over and over again. And you do that, he did that for like 30 days and he dropped a lot of weight. I don't remember exactly what the number was, but it was like well over a hundred pounds or something. And yeah, it's essentially starving yourself. I mean, you're still getting nutrients, but you're not getting any of that protein and you're not getting any of the fat and you're not getting any of the, the, of course, no carbs really either, which is kind of a problem. So your body feels tired. You can't really exercise while you're doing it because you just feel tired and I did it for a week and I felt like really especially the first two or three days really lethargic, really like sick, really terrible like I didn't even want to get out of bed and my head hurt my head hurts so bad
1: yeah I've that, I've, uh, yeah. I've had times where uh on weekends mm-hmm. I'll work they used to schedule me to work like uh closing shifts like eight and a half hour closing shifts yeah and I would like get up in the morning. I wouldn't eat anything because I just wasn't hungry, and then I'd go to work. Mm -hmm. So I would end up not eating anything the whole day because I don't get hungry while I'm working. Yeah. And by the time I got... By the time I ate the next day, I had a roaring headache having not eaten.
0: Yeah. At at first, I thought that the headache was mostly because of lack of caffeine because I drank soda like every day of my life. And suddenly when I decided to do this, excuse me, I cut off all soda completely. And... I thought it was the caffeine at first, but it didn't go away. So I'm like, oh, it must just be because I'm starving myself. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you go, I've I've found that to be the case. If I don't eat uh, for an extended period of time, I'll start getting a headache, and you're, it's half half the time aspirin will work to get rid of it, and half the time it won't. I yeah,
0: me. I hate medicine, so I didn't even take anything for it. I just kind of bared it, but it yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was like approaching the level of migraine, but not quite there. But yeah, like there, there was I don't, maybe you, you felt the energy. Did you feel an energy decrease? Because I felt like I couldn't even get out of bed in the morning.
1: Uh, maybe a little bit. I
0: were, mean, were you eating carbs though?
1: Maybe that's yeah. Why. Yeah. Was, okay. Okay. I mean, I was starving myself, but I was the the thousand calories or so I'd eat a day were like the foods that you generally consider are horrible for you. Okay. So okay. Like, I was. I was. Uh, I was eating, eating the stuff that's really delicious, okay. That you could that you could easily binge on, but once a day, and yeah, that was my only meal. So it was like lots of carbs, like burgers and pasta, stuff like that.
0: Okay, yeah, the carbs were not really giving me the energy, so I didn't have that, so I felt really lethargic.
1: Like I was gonna just, I couldn't even get out of bed. I I tried in the first month to like eat uh, like salads and stuff, mm-hmm. but I mean, they tasted good but I would be hungry like an hour after eating it.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. That's, that's the, always been
1: they my were problem huge too. salads too.
0: Yeah, yeah. For me, like, I find that vegetables just don't fill me up as much as like a burger does. And it could be like the carbs, like the bread and all that. And the, I know meat takes longer to digest as well. So it kind of sits it's in your stomach protein. longer. Yeah, I think it is probably protein. Because I know that yeah. meat sits in your stomach for longer. And it's like, it keeps you full for a little bit longer. Except Chinese food. You're always hungry again in an hour. Yeah, it's all that MSG, probably. Probably, <laughs> something like that. Could be, could be. A, a really weird thing happens, though, after, like, the third day of starving yourself. All of a sudden, you feel like you've been reborn. Like, all of a sudden, you have, like, this a huge burst of energy, and you feel, like, so amazing. And that's what they call the starvation mode. So you're already basically starving. And at first, your body's like, oh, my God, we're going to die, we're going to die, we're going to die. And then all of a sudden the body switches and it's like, okay, we're not getting food. We need to increase our chances of getting food. So you go into like the survival mode where your senses are heightened and you're like really super alert and really super awake because you got to get that food, right? You got to hunt it. You got to get that food. So you're, otherwise you're going to die. So your body's pumping all this energy into keeping you awake, keeping you alert and improving your senses so that you can actually get the food. So you feel like super amazing if you can make it over that like three day hump, yeah, and it's almost like you're just like on cocaine or something for like for like the rest of the week. It was like so awesome.
1: I found that uh, one of the best feelings I got was after I completely detoxed from caffeine. Yeah, uh, which I'm sadly back on caffeine. I know, me too. But I, I, it's so hard. goddammit. it! It is so hard. Nice
0: it's hard I, it's everywhere it's in it everything is. how can you avoid it unless you're gonna drink just water
1: I know that's what I did for a long for a long time just water
0: yeah that's what I used to do in high school was I would drink just water except for when I went to kind of like your house we would have mountain dew or whatever yep yeah, but kind of in college I slipped again and all four of those years was basically me drinking mountain dew all the time
1: yeah I'm, I'm instead of drinking just straight up sodas now. Yeah, I drink uh, Rockstar Recoveries. Oh
0: yeah, remember I've, I've actually seen I've seen those. I think they sell them here, but I've never bought one.
1: It's like uh, I, I drink the orange one a lot, and mm-hmm. it's twenty calories for the whole can. Yep. Um, and it's it. I believe it doesn't have any artificial sweeteners in it. it just has a really small amount of sugar. Okay. And since it's orange, it uses like oh, I was over that uh. I want to say citric acid or whatever the thing is to give it that orangey flavor. Okay, the, Citrusy the tiny flavor. flavor. Yeah, flavor. Yeah. Uh, so, it, if, with that little amount of sugar, it actually tastes pretty good. Huh. And it's got like 165 grams of caffeine in it. Yeah. And it's got guarana and taurine and all ah, uh, right, right yeah. stuff in it.
0: Here they have the. Um, oh, I forget what the name of it is. It's like a. It's like the same thing, but it's Pepsi. It's like the Pepsi recovery shot. And these okay. little tiny, tiny cans of Pepsi and you just open them and they, they have like the equivalent of the caffeine of two cups of coffee or something like that.
1: Yeah. These, uh, these are actually like 20 ounce cans Yeah, and they actually taste really good. They're like mm. they don't taste like an energy drink at all. It tastes like orange juice. Oh yeah. They, the, the other
0: one that's really good is the, uh, the monster chaos, the one that tastes like orange juice. That one is really okay. good too. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. It's the, it's orange again. Just like, just like the your one you're describing.
1: Yeah, I'll drink like I'll drink one of those in the morning, and then maybe like a can of regular soda at night. But that's about it.
0: Yeah, if you can find the chaos, you should try it. You might like it more. I love those things. Those things are really awesome. Okay, it's, it's the same thing basically. It's got the energy mix and everything in it, but it tastes like orange juice. It's pretty fucking awesome. I gotta gotta say. I yeah. I went I went back on drinking, or so when I came to Japan, I think I I was at one eighty five when I came here and I believe I lost right around 50 pounds. Like I was like really super thin, like to the point where like all my coworkers and my wife's family were like, Oh my God, you look sick. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see me? I don't think I, we ever, we never really talked on webcam and I don't really take that many pictures of myself. Did you ever see me when I was thin? Like really? No, thin? I, no. I did not. Yeah. Looking looking at the pictures now, it's kind of like, uh, okay, yeah, I can kind of see where they're coming from. Like, I, You could see my ribs, like, literally and everything. It was pretty bad.
1: You should send me a picture, then I'll show it to my mom and be like, hey, mom, Nick just told me he has cancer. Look at this picture. <laughs> that's right, yeah, that would be funny. Play a practical joke on her. <laughs> that's the best kind of joke.
0: Oh, right? my God, he just had a baby. What's going to happen? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 poor baby. But, yeah, and... I was actually kind of proud of it because I, and then I put on a little bit more weight. So I was a little bit healthier, but the, the problem was once I, once I started putting on the weight, which was right about the time that I started eating McDonald's again, (laughs) it was, it was hard to stop putting on the weight. So now instead of like eating mostly like Japanese food, which is definitely a lot more healthy than American food, eating mostly Japanese food and only having American food like once every two months or something like that, and never going to fast food American joints now it was like fast food american joints were the regular and the the healthy japanese food was the exception to the rule and i just started gaining weight so quickly like i couldn't even believe how quickly i gained weight within like two months i had equaled my american weight again and wow yeah which was weird because i kept it off for like two years and within two months i had equaled my american weight again and then about another two months later, I had actually exceeded it by about 10 pounds. And now I'm at sitting at like 190 something. And it sucks because even like my clothes from the States are so tight now. And like the ones that I've bought here in Japan, like I can't even pull them up all the way. Like my pants, oh God. I can't even pull them up all the way to my waist anymore. And it's like, oh my God, I can't believe I lost so much weight and then gained all that weight back. It's like, holy shit. And I feel like a loser because I can't. I couldn't keep the weight off, and it really sucks. It's hard. It's fucking hard to keep weight off in a society where you have all these temptations and all the good food is really, really fucking bad for you. It's hard, man.
1: Well, oh, you're, you're preaching to the choir here,
0: boy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Fuck losing weight. It, it, it sucks.
0: It sucks. Like, losing weight basically means that you have to deprive yourself of all the things that you love in food, which sucks. Yep all the all the really really good like the the comfort foods the foods that make you feel good they're all like terrible for you right like pizza is horrible for you oh, apple so pie good, is I ter- it's fucking pizza man dude rocky rococo's man i fucking miss I'm, rocky I was,
1: I was just about to say it's like let's go to rocky's super slice is like 800 calories just for the slice i know but it's and so good Want, I don't even know how much the breadsticks are. I don't want. I don't know. even
0: want to know. If I knew, I'd probably, probably shoot eating myself. a minimum
1: of like eleven or twelve hundred calories without a drink. There.
0: Yeah, yeah, just for like the lunch set, which is like a regular slice of pizza and the in the breadsticks. I would say is a thousand calories at least. At yeah. least, yeah. Not even the super slice. The super slice is more for sure. A lot more. It's pretty bad. Oh, I miss Rocky rococo so bad. So speaking of food that I miss from the States, fucking Popeyes. Popeyes was my Uh, shit, man. I I just ate that for dinner. There's no fucking Popeyes in Japan. I can't even find them in Tokyo. It sucks. You just had Popeyes for dinner, you said? Yep, it's Tuesday here. You know what that means. Oh, God, Popeyes. Half-priced family boxes. Yes, that's right. Oh, my God. Getting
1: them Cajun chicken strips.
0: Yeah, those are my favorite, man. The spicy chicken strips. Those are so good. Do you still eat the spicy ones or do you eat the regular ones? Spicy. Hell yeah, fucking spicy, man. Yeah. All those pussies. How can they not eat the spicy
1: chicken strips? They're I, not even I, that spicy. I dip the spicy strips in buffalo sauce. Oh, 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 oh. I'm at the point now where if I if I accidentally get a mild strip, I'm like, is this is this even? chicken is there flavor in this
0: a ghost just spewed its ectoplasm all over my walls totally <laughs> wasn't me totally wasn't my my uh my common. freaking
1: mom she eats the mild strips and she's like what sometimes the, the mild is too, too spicy for a man like
0: what a what? pussy what a pussy come on man come on the spicy's not even that spicy I, I i i don't know if i would like the buffalo sauce i'm not a big proponent of buffalo sauce but definitely the the spicy chicken strips and some barbecue sauce is the shit man oh yeah, those Cajun Cajun mashed potatoes. That shit is dope, man. Oh my god.
1: Uh, I've had some pretty. Uh, I, I've been trying their limited time, uh, like monthly promotion promotional items that they have. Oh, what have they got going on? Uh, uh there was this one that I had like three or four times. It was so good. It was like a ghost pepper chicken strips. Ah, like that. yeah, that's got to be really awesome. Oh, it was so good, and uh, it, I believe it had. Um, it was like a spicy honey dip. Nice. It was so good. Oh. I got it really frequently. It was really good. And then uh, uh, I believe this was while you were gone. Uh, yep. They actually had, um. what did they call it? Waffle, some waffle coated. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: They had those when I was there. It was right before I left. Yep. Yeah, those
1: were really good.
0: Yeah. The waffle strips or something like that. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. I remember those. We... We, uh, my, my dad was really good friends with the owner. So we would go in there and sometimes they would just give us free shit to try. And they gave us like the waffle strips with the maple syrup. I'm like, ah, it's actually pretty fucking good. I liked it.
1: Yeah. I hope they bring that back. That was so yeah. good.
0: Yeah. It was pretty good. I, I didn't think it was going to be good, but then I, I kind of thought about it for a minute and I looked around at all the black people. And I'm like, oh yeah, chicken and waffles. they go to all together. Don't they? <laughs> like, yeah,
1: yeah. I I don't think I've ever had a promotional item there that I did not like.
0: Yeah. They, I, I haven't really found anything there that I don't really like, except yeah. for catfish because I hate catfish. I hate fish.
1: I don't. I don't really. I've never had any of their seafood or fish because I'm. I generally don't eat that anywhere. Yeah, I mean. But either. like anything, chicken there, I, I love it. Yeah, I, I've definitely
0: realized that a lot of the problem with fish is just living in Wisconsin. Like most of the fish we get is not very fresh, and lake fish in general, like, um, like. Uh, you know, bluegill, carp, shit like that is is pretty bad. Yeah. It has a, it has more of that fishy taste to it. A cod and whatnot has a really fishy taste to it. But like ocean fish, especially fresh ocean fish, doesn't really taste bad. It doesn't have a fishy taste until it sits out for a couple days. So I can I actually found out living in Japan that I I can eat ocean fish. Ocean fish is pretty good. Like fresh salmon
1: and shit like that's pretty good. The only fish I've ever had that I liked was Travis grilled up this, it was, I think it was salmon. Mm-hmm. It was, I, I'm pretty sure it was salmon. Uh, when we went to the Dells one year, like six years ago, probably, and he grilled it up on the on the grill with, like, lemon or something on it, and it was really good. That's uh, the cool. only other time, it was one of the times I was on a cruise, and I tried Orange Ruffey. Ah, and yeah, Orange ruffy that tasted so good yeah orange ruffy's all right i can eat that usually yeah but but any like sushi that i've ever tried i was yeah. like i couldn't i only, i gagged and i had to spit it up i don't like it i never liked sushi in the states either it, it really
0: is it, it's kind of sounds strange to be like oh japan is better but it, it is actually better here <laughs> the sushi i mean yeah. i think that kind of goes without saying yeah maybe it does yeah it is a lot different. And I know a lot of the like sushi rolls and sushi wraps and whatnot in the state, That's not really traditional Japanese food anyway. In fact, like if you mention those to Japanese people, they get like offended that you think that that's Japanese food. <laughs> it's like, eh, okay. Well, that's American style. That's not, that's not Japanese food. That's American style Japanese food. Like, okay. 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 Well, settle down, settle down, settle down. Yeah. I'm sure American pizza is American style pizza as well, but you know, we still call it Italian food. Yep. <laughs> Don't get offended general so's chicken is totally it was invented in the states pretty or no it was invented in taiwan but it's not really it's not really the american version isn't the same we still call it chinese food don't get offended (laughs) (laughs) yeah speaking of those little hypocritical bastards and then they go and take chinese food and make it japanese style and take indian food and make it japanese style but they still don't really call it japanese food it's like okay god why does everything that's so good have to be so bad for you if if I asked you like what your number one comfort food was, what would you say?
1: <sighs> That's a hard one. It is. It's there's hard just, even for me. There's so much good food out there. Yeah. <sighs> Honestly, I have so many. But if I really had to choose one, mm-hmm. I got the gun to your head. Like the, the the food that I could probably eat the most would probably Rockies. Really interesting. Yeah, I mean. I'd really have to think about that one for a while to give Mm -hmm. you a a probably, you know.
0: (laughs) It's a deep philosophical question that requires a lot of
1: introspection. You have to think about everything. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I
0: think I'll actually say cheese curds. Interesting. That's even more interesting than Rockies. Why cheese curds? I must be a Wisconsin thing. Maybe. I love cheese curds. I love them too. I I wouldn't say that they're even on my top ten, but they're definitely food that I could eat every day and be totally content for the rest of my life.
1: <laughs> what would what, what's yours?
0: Uh, pizza, definitely. Any pizza. any kind of any kind of pizza in general. Yeah, mostly. I agree that Rockies is definitely one of the better ones that I've ever had.
1: Uh, one of the better chains. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they give uh, some of the local joints in Kenosha a run for their money, I think, but definitely. You probably wouldn't agree.
0: well, Rockies is mostly a Midwestern thing anyway, so it's kind of a small chain. It's not really like this huge corporate thing, but
1: yeah, I think they only have like twenty five locations. yeah, not like that, that many.
0: yeah, it's mostly midwest or it's all Midwest. I think yeah. it's all like pretty much all in Wisconsin. yeah, most of them are in Wisconsin. yeah, there I are mean, there are a few all
1: outside. of their advertising material says uh, you know authentic Wisconsin cheese.
0: That's right, yep yeah. but that's right. You got to get that cheese from Wisconsin. We make the best cheese. Fuck California. Goddamn right. Hell yeah. I say we, but I don't even live there anymore. (laughs) You're a Wisconsinite. I was born there. I lived there for 20 some years. Yep. Lay off. Yeah. You've earned the right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for deferring to me the right. But definitely it would have to be pizza. But I, I would say like. Some local pizza joints have like maybe maybe better tasting pizza than Rockies, but Ro- Rocky's pizza is on like a whole nother level in terms of like addictiveness and like comfort food. Yeah. Like when I when I eat a slice of Rockies, I just feel so good afterwards. Like maybe it's not the best tasting pizza in the world. It is really good. Don't get me wrong. But maybe it's not as at like number one, but it's, it, it just makes you feel so like happy and relaxed after you eat it. And it's just like, Oh my God, I just ate that. And it feels so good inside me. Yep. I'll never say that again. Don't worry. I'm
1: going to, I'm going to add two more things to my comfort food list. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, for number one, what did I say? Cheese curds. Yes. I think I'll, I'll actually just make that pizza. Okay. Uh, and then in a, in a broader category, I will say, uh, deep fried foods. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: Anything deep fried is immediately good.
1: Anything. And then um, I got to put it up Put it up there near the top. Uh, custard. Culver's custard. Ah,
0: frozen custard, you mean.
1: Frozen yeah. custard.
0: Yeah, yeah. That shit is good, but that is oh, so bad for you.
1: It is so bad for you. So
0: bad. That is so much fat in that. Oh, my God. It is so delicious, though. It is so good. I Actually, that's one of the top things, top desserts that I miss most about being in
1: Wisconsin, I actually have a a two scoop strawberry sundae sitting in the freezer waiting for me right now. Oh, oh! They had a sale the other day two dollar two scoop sundays.
0: Dude, fucking a!
1: Like they're normally like four fifty.
0: Yeah, yeah. Shit, man. Ugh, yeah. I wish I was back in Wisconsin. Culver's is very much a Wisconsin thing.
1: There yeah, there they're they're really spreading outside. out though now.
0: Yeah, they're spreading out. They are spreading out more. But I mean, there's uh, there's
1: one. What is it? A few hours from where you live. Oh yeah, yeah in I Arizona, mean, uh, in, like Avasu. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yep. They're they're starting to spread out a lot more now these days. Yeah, yeah, but oh, well, pretty much everything on their menu is delicious. God, yes. Oh, cheese, of course, I, your I cheese recently, curds.
1: Yeah, I recently tried their uh, Reuben. Yeah. Oh, it was so good.
0: Yeah. I'd have to say like top hamburgers that that I've ever had. Uh, Culvers is definitely on the list but wait I have to I have to really really think about this for a minute because it's it's complicated. <laughs> it's really hard. yeah I know I know five guys five guys is very very, very near the top uh, in and out in and out burger in the west is really really near the top uh, Culver's butter burger is definitely gonna be on that list as well. and are we um, only looking at chains here? No, uh like Uncle Mike's, the the one the place uh, the bar in Kenosha that has the Kobe beef burgers.
1: Yeah.
0: Is it Uncle Mike's or is it Captain Mike? Captain Mike's I think. I can't remember. Yeah, they, I have,
1: think like, it's two, they have like two
0: they have yeah, they have like two bars and one of them's Uncle one of them's Captain. I can't remember which one's which. But yeah, Captain Mike's Oh my god, that burger is so fucking good. They put mac and they put mac and cheese on it and it's Kobe oh. beef or, and bacon. It's like, oh oh my god. And there's one with egg on it that you can order, it's like, oh my god. That shit just melts in your mouth. Japanese beef is fucking it is fucking the best shit in the world, man. That shit just melts right in your mouth like butter. Oh. Wow. So good. Where, where does where the spot on that list? I know you're a big proponent of the Spot burger. Spots in my top 10 for sure. It's not in the top 5, I think. I wouldn't even say that uh, that I like um uh, what's the name of that, that other drive-in in Kenosha? No. It's escaping me right no. now. No.
1: Big Star. Big Star. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I do not like the cheese they use. I know you don't like the Velveeta, Absolutely, but I really. I think that's the divisive thing between the spot and. That is Big the divisive.
0: It is the divisive thing. Some people they really use, like the, the Velveeta. Whiz. I don't like They it. use Velveeta is what they do. I,
1: they I think it's Velveeta cheese. Whiz. Cheese. I don't think it's Velveeta.
0: It's not. I've seen it. It's Velveeta.
1: <laughs> but Velveeta I is. I this till I see it.
0: Velveeta is like overly processed um, like cheese anyway, so it's a, yeah I could can see why some people don't like it, but I like it because it's just so melty and gooey and good, it's so good. Ugh. Some people don't like that though.
1: Velveeta only belongs in the occasional <laughs> macaroni and cheese and queso.
0: Dip. And, and that's and that's where we're gonna where we're gonna differ ultimately, and that's why you like the spot more. But I would yeah. I would literally say that wherever on my list it falls, it literally goes big star, and then spot is like immediately underneath it. Yeah. Cuz they're really close for me. I like both of them.
1: The, both the burgers are good. Yeah. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Although I will say that if I if I'm trying to save money, I'm not going to the spot.
0: That's no, no, I'm no. Sure. No, 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 no.
1: Especially that, recently. That place goddamn expense. Like 5 60 for a double yeah. cheeseburger.
0: Big Star has gone up a lot recently as well. I think it's just kind of changing with the
1: times or they're not but doing I, as much business as they used to something something. I will tell anyone who's listening to this podcast that has never been to Kenosha or is going to visit Kenosha. <laughs> Who's gonna who visit should... Kenosha? Who's gonna fucking visit Kenosha? It's it's on the way if you're gonna like go to Milwaukee or Green Bay or something. It's only still It's, still, it's, it's only like an hour away from Chicago. It's still a stretch. You're asking people to drive an hour outside of Chicago. That's too much work. If you ever go to Kenosha, you need to try the spot driving. I would say Big Star, but they're seasonal, so I can't
0: that's right yeah they see that in
1: good, in good faith I, you, the spots always is always open year round so yeah
0: if you're coming in the winter which you shouldn't do anyway because winter is absolutely the worst time to be in wisconsin or in the midwest in general then you can't go to big star but if you're spring summer early fall go to big star go to go yeah. to both go to spot too spot's really to, to good.
1: give to give you guys more of an idea big star and the spot are like those old-fashioned what do they call them? Greasy spoon diners. Yeah, but they're drive-ins, they're, right? They're drive-in diners. Yeah. Uh, they're no place to, some of them have places to sit, but nowhere indoors. They're all outside. Andy,
0: Andy's drive-in has places to sit. Uh, Big Star yeah. has picnic tables outside, but they don't have any indoor seating.
1: Yeah, if you love greasy burgers, go yeah. to one of those places.
0: Fucking A. And if you love, like, greasy buttery burgers, go to Culver's, because Culver's is fucking amazing. Hell yeah, you'll have better
1: luck finding one of those.
0: Culver's is everywhere. Culver's on, like, every street. There's like one everywhere now. Yep. It's not like, well, these days, like people have Google Maps, so they can just type in like spot the spot, or they could type in like big star, or they could type in Culver's, and they'll like immediately come up. So it's not really that big of a deal anymore. Yep. We can just say the names of them, and people will be able to find them. We don't have to be like, oh, it's on 52nd Street. No, they'll, they'll, they'll find it. Not that that would matter anyway, because they have no idea about Kenosha. I know, right? But where do you live? No what? <laughs> What's Kenosha? Is that some kind of Indian reservation?
1: No yeah, sir, you, no. Some people. Yep,
0: yep. kenoware as everyone in the in Kenosha lovingly calls it.
1: Yeah. Did you did you not hear not the uh the drive-in close? The drive? What drive-in closed? The Kino drive-in. Oh, Kino. Theater? Yeah,
0: yeah. That was all over Facebook. Like a, it was like a year ago. Yeah, it's getting demolished soon. What are they putting there? You told me once and I forgot. I think it's like a Walmart or something. Something like Or wait, wait, wait. Someone, someone told me there was a Costco coming to town, but I don't think that's where it was going.
1: The Costco's already built. Oh, is it? Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck. It's, um, you know, where St. Mary's yep. uh, Hospital is? It's yeah, yeah. Right, right around there.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm the
1: big plot of land to the east, of, east of there. Okay, interesting. And then um, a Myers store opened up like behind the uh, the Walgreens on Green Bay. Shit, like that's like that's uh, one of those huge stores, kind of like kind of like Costco, but basically yeah. it's kind of like a Woodman's, I suppose.
0: Yeah. So now we got all that shit. We got the the Woodmans. We got the the big supermarket. We've got the uh, Gordmans, <laughs> which is necessary. Yeah. We've got uh, the, the Costco and the.
1: the I, yeah, Sam's Club I just as well. got uh, just got some news uh, like a month ago or something uh-huh. that they're going to be opening a Chipotle, a Five Guys. Five Guys is fucking amazing. I think Potbellies is what's called. What's that? I don't even know what that is. Was it Potbellies or is it Portillo's? Some shit sandwich shop. Oh, interesting. I don't know okay. what it's called exactly, but they're We're all going to be opening fu- up.
0: We already got fucking Jimmy John's. We don't need any more sandwich shops
1: yeah I'm, I'm i'm more excited for the uh, five guys because i've never had it it's so, so good
0: dude we used to drive down to sheboygan i think ju- i think that was where it was just just to have five guys it was fucking amazing really yeah. good now <clears throat> all we need now is a pf changs and like kenosha is going
1: to be like perfect <laughs> yeah there's there's a lot of stuff uh getting built opening up in kenosha yep yep fucking good you won't even
0: recognize
1: it when you come back
0: I doubt that. I'm pretty sure it's gonna look mostly the same.
1: Yeah, it's it's gonna look pretty much the same.
0: Yep. But well, you don't even technically live in Kenosha, do you? You're like kind of in Pleasant Prairie, kind of in Kenosha. I'm in
1: that like middle zone that nobody yeah. really knows. On like your, I, how does your mail work? We have a Kenosha address. Uh huh. But we live in Pleasant Prairie. Like, oh, like government-wise. Yeah. For taxes um, and whatnot. We don't, the, generally the way, you know, you, the way you think about it is, uh, uh, Kenosha sidewalks, Pleasant Prairie does not. That's right. Yeah. There's sidewalks, like a block in either direction of us, hmm. like depending on which direction you go. That's it's, true. We're yeah. in like one of those weird snaky arms yep. that randomly goes into, uh, the district or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they figure that out, but <laughs> they don't, we, that's the, that's yeah. the point. We get all of our utilities from <laughs> from uh, Kenosha. Huh.
0: It's, it's bizarre. That is bizarre. So you get utilities from, from Kenosha. You pay your taxes to Pleasant Prairie, but you have yeah. a mailing address in Kenosha.
1: Like, there's a, a sidewalk that ends at Cooper Road coming from Lance. Right, right, yep. Mm-hmm. And then if you continue going, like we're on 54th Avenue, so that's one more road. Yep. Uh, the, a sidewalk picks up again another block in that direction. Uh-huh. It's really weird.
0: Interesting. Yeah. And all, and all I can think about is how you just told everyone where you live, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine.
1: They'll know the general area. Yeah. They'll just
0: knock on your door. Are you Jim from that Petty Banter podcast? Do you know Jim from that Petty Banter podcast? Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. It's weird. So much good food now coming around everywhere. It seems like. Not not just in Kenosha, but every every place, even Lake Havasu is starting to get more and more of those kind of like chain places that I really really missed. And it's gonna be really good to go back there and really dig into some good old quality American junk food. I can't wait, man. Oh yeah. There's nothing better than American junk food, even if it's gonna make me sick and fat. Oh, can't wait. Oh, what do I What do I miss the most? I don't even know. I can't even think of anything. It's either Popeyes. It's either Popeyes or it's like a really good Mexican burrito, Q-doba. like a like Qdoba, yeah, like the queso burrito, or oh. like chips and queso, for example. I really miss that shit. Their queso is so good. It's like fucking crack. It's like that crack popcorn we had in Havasu. It's yep. so good. Oh,
1: I I started putting the uh their new queso Diablo on my burritos. Oh, it's so I, good.
0: I never got to it's, try the queso Diablo.
1: Spicy queso, man. Oh.
0: I can't wait. Oh, the queso is already a little bit spicy, so I imagine that that's really good.
1: Yeah, I, I use regular queso with my chips, but I'll put a little bit of the queso diablo on my burrito.
0: Oh, I can't wait.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. Qdoba is
0: so fucking good. I, I honestly think that either there or Culver's is probably going to be the first place that I go in Kenosha, if when and yeah. if, if, when I go back, just because they don't have a Qdoba in, uh, in Havasu or around there at least not to my knowledge yeah then uh, uh rockies will be on your list rockies is definitely going to be on one of my lunch lists yep. if my if my dad happens to go with me when we go back he won't let me leave without having rockies because he's more addicted to that shit than i am you see yeah and he misses it he's always talking about it
1: you guys will have to come up during the summer because your dad would probably die if you came during the winter
0: I think so. I think at this point, after living in Arizona for for like two years, I think he would probably have a heart attack from the cold.
1: Yeah, he, he's he's been pussified by uh, by
0: Arizona. Oh, Leanne has been totally pussified. Like she won't, she'll be breaking out her like sweater in like sixty degree weather. Oh my god! Seriously, I'm not even joking. Like, there's pictures of them like in Vegas in like sixty degree weather with like like full on sweatshirts.
1: That's like sandal and short territory still.
0: In fucking Wisconsin, man, like 40 degrees is like shorts territory for me.
1: Yeah. I've already I, I breaking them this, out uh, like
0: 45, 50 degrees.
1: There was this funny video making the rounds on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this big uh, snowstorm that went around uh, like a week or two ago. Yeah. And uh, there was some news crews covering all the snow in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Which they don't, I guess they don't get a lot of snow there
0: no not at all
1: uh and this guy was walking down the street without a shirt on in his in his shorts eating an all one of those all-american popsicles (laughs) and the news guy was like aren't you cold man he's like nah i'm from wisconsin (laughs)
0: that's awesome (laughs) so great hell yeah man he's like fuck this this is fucking like shorts weather man come on yeah Dude, I, I told you this before, like, I used to walk to school in, like, minus two, minus five weather with, like, nothing but a t-shirt and pants on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember when, uh, uh, one of the times we came home from a cruise, I think it was the cruise before the one that we went on. Yeah. And we arrived back in Fort Lauderdale, I believe it was. hmm And it was right after they had this abnormally cold weather that killed a bunch of tomatoes and stuff. Oh, Okay. It was like a frost snap or something. Yeah, yeah. And when when we got back, it was like 40, 45 degrees. Yep. Which is that's that's pretty chilly for Florida. Yeah. For Florida, that's pretty uh, cold. But you know, me and me, me and my parents, we got off the ship still in our shorts. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Vacation it felt mode. Fine. It felt fine. Yeah. Felt fine to us because. Like, I mean, ah. Sure, the wind was a, a little cool, but the sun beating down on you is still warm. Yeah, yeah, man. And I mean, it's every, only like 40 here right now. All of the locals had their, like, huge parkas on. Yeah, It yeah. was hilarious.
0: It's, it's amazing, like, when you get used to that comfortable weather all the time. As soon as there's, like, a sudden cold snap, it's like, oh, my God, I need to break out a winter coat. It's crazy. yeah here i mean it's like 40 degrees right now and i'm still like in wisconsin mode when it comes to weather so i'll be like outside in just like a t-shirt and everyone else around me has like their full-on like their huge heavy winter coats and their scarf and their mittens and everything I was all just i'm like what <laughs> like are you pussy
1: aren't you cold nah man i'm from wisconsin
0: that's right man I'm gonna have to use that line from now on. <laughs> yeah. <Oops. laughs> no, man. I'm from Wisconsin. I'm not cold. <laughs> Are yeah. you fucking
1: kidding me? Jesus Christ. Wait. Yeah, you get you get a sort of a, a hardiness to the cold weather from growing up here. Yeah.
0: It's it's exactly forty. It's 39.2 degrees outside right now in Fahrenheit, and I think okay. that I think that if my wife were to walk outside right now, she would die. And she would be, and she would be like, "Oh my god, it's so cold!" But this is nothing, right? Like, I guess what, 30,
1: forty degrees is nothing. I'm, I'm guessing that's what happens when you grow up in the Philippines.
0: Yeah, I mean, she did grow up in the Philippines, so of course, even coming to uh, Japan with their winter is a huge shock for her.
1: Yeah, I mean, to her,
0: she's been here for like four years now, so she should be used to it, right? Yeah, it's like
1: 36 outside right now here. Yeah. It usually gets down to the twenties at night.
0: Oh, I remember those days.
1: Yeah, but this this has been a, actually a very mild winter for Wisconsin.
0: I don't know. I don't know how stingy your dad is with the thermostat, but my dad would always set it to sixty at night, and I'd be freezing my ass off trying oh, to sleep. God, hell no.
1: <laughs> uh, since it's such a mild winter, yeah. And I've recently started having some weird problem where my feet are constantly cold, no matter what. Jesus, that's weird. Yeah, it's like unless I have the temperature just right, my feet will either be freezing, or like they'll get up right to the point where they start getting warm, and then they'll just start sweating and cold again. That's interesting. It's really bizarre. Have you ever heard of so- socks? I wear socks, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm wearing socks, and I've got slippers on.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: just so yeah, I uh, my since it was such a mild winter, we have uh, my dad said we have like a lot of budget. You know, like budget left in our uh, heating allowance or whatever. Okay, I guess that's the way uh, the utilities work. I yeah. don't know. I'll learn when I, I move out. But uh,
0: I don't do it like that. He was like, "Your dad's, your dad's a gym. very organized person when it comes to budget."
1: Yeah, he's like, hey, "If you if you're cold, Jim, you can turn up the heat. We got lots of extra budget." That's good. So I, I turned it up to it was sixty five. Uh, but I was like cold all the time, even in my sweater. Yeah. Like, my hands were just freezing.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so I have it at 68 now, and I am I feel great. Yeah,
0: 68 is what we would usually have it at. My dad would set it to 68 for from, like, like we had a timer, right? So it would be at 68 from, like, 4 p.m. until I believe it was, like, 10 p.m. Yeah. It would be set to 68, and then it would drop to, like, 60, and it would stay that way for, like, the whole rest of the day because most of the time people aren't even in the house. So my dad's like, oh,
1: we're not going to heat the house if no one's going to be there. They'd probably kill Leanne today.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I think he started setting it to 65 during the day at some point, but it was like, because Leanne was getting cold and she kept turning it up anyway.
1: (laughs) I'll still never forget when I went to Havasu with you guys. Yeah. You had had your AC in that house set to like 85 or something. But that's not
0: even hot. Like, it's still set to like 80 in their house right now, but 80 in Havasu is not hot. It's just not
1: well, it's hot for me. <laughs> it's
0: like 80, 80 in Havasu is like 70 normal in like in like Wisconsin in a humid environment.
1: I hate the hot weather. Yeah. Warm weather in general.
0: I'm, I'm kind of wanting to settle somewhere around the California area, and depending on where we end up settling, we might not even have to use any kind of heating or AC. If we end up settling in, or in and around the LA area, it's pretty much like 70 degrees all year round. It what depends, you should 16, do 70. is...
1: Don't worry about where you live. Yeah. Just like build a house and have it be subterranean, then you really don't have to worry about it.
0: There you go. That's a good idea.
1: Who needs light?
0: Who needs light? Who needs natural light? light? Yeah, natural light is overrated. Just gonna come out and be like the palest motherfucker on the planet.
1: Yeah, I think we've been wanting to talk about random stuff that isn't has to do doesn't have to do with our podcast.
0: Well, it doesn't matter. Random stuff is almost more entertaining sometimes. I suppose. I don't, even, I don't. I don't even remember how we got onto how we got onto like Wisconsin and I guess we were talking about Wisconsin food chains, right? Like Culver's yeah, and whatnot. That's yeah. What we were talking about. Yeah. But yeah.
1: Anyway. <laughs> I wanted to ask you if you yeah. could. Um, uh, there's this. Uh, you know, I told you I got a fountain pen. Yep. Uh, there's a line of inks that are made by Pilot. Okay. Uh, that are. I believe only made over in Japan. Oh, interesting. Okay. And I'm, I'm curious how much they cost over there.
0: Oh, you want me to check into it? There's a couple of stationary shops that I know of yeah. in my
1: house. It's, uh, I'm sure I will butcher the pronunciation of this. Uh, the line is called Hiroshiz- Hiroshizuku.
0: Hiroshizuku? Okay.
1: Yeah. And it just, it's just Pilot Hiroshizuku. And then the the rest are just the like the name of the color. Okay. Uh, the one that I actually have one right now, but it was it was like twenty five dollars. Oh, I see. And it costs a lot because they got to import it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's Konpeki. I have no idea. Uh, Konpeki means
0: perfect. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like a deep cerulean blue ink. Okay. But they have like I think like ten or twenty different colors. Like various colors, like bamboo, cherry blossom, you know. Okay. I'm just curious how much that stuff costs over there. Yeah, I'll look into it for you. Yeah.
0: I'm sure I can find it. There's like stationery shops here in Japan, they've got fucking everything. Like they carry like huge, huge racks of nothing but like fountain pen ink, so I'm sure it's there. Nice. Yeah. Because calligraphy is a pretty big thing over here, as you might imagine.
1: Yeah, since they use a, uh, uh, was it what you call it a pictorial writing system Pictorial writing system yeah yeah yep it's
0: pretty popular yeah yeah yeah.
1: I'm don't I think they use fountain pens pretty prolifically
0: over there Uh, you'd be surprised most people actually use erasable pens oh yeah yeah they're they're becoming pretty fucking popular they tend to use ball pens more more often now than they would tend to use fountain pens but the the writing has gotten a lot more sloppy too oh yeah yeah
1: yeah, I've been very, very happy with this fountain pen that I got. That's good. Yeah, first time I've ever had a fountain pen, and it's uh, it's definitely eye opening. It's it's a lot nicer than any any pen I've ever used before.
0: <laughs> it just sounds weird, like to say that a pen has changed your life or something like that. Uh, it
1: doesn't change my life. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just uh, if you write a lot, it's nice to have.
0: Yeah, you've been writing most of your stuff down now, right? Just to avoid distractions from your PC.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm almost done transcribing everything I've written, uh, in my latest book, into my notebook. Oh, okay. And then I'm going to continue from there by hand. I see. And like go back and forth and write and uh, basically type up what I have written every once in a while. All right. It's faster to do that than it is to transcribe. I imagine. Uh that's what I'm gonna gonna do nice yeah yeah uh, I was using a black ink in my in my pen and uh I'm kind of uh, partial to a blue ink like a nice blue ink I don't know I've always liked black more maybe it's just preference I mean I don't mind either of them but I I, I just prefer blue a little little more I'm I'm makes you sure. feel
0: blue makes you feel sad and blue's, introspe- blue's my-
1: introspective Blue has been my blue is kind of like my favorite color, so blue is deep, why. like the ocean.
0: Makes you feel deep. Yes. <laughs> so you can access your internal monologue.
1: Have you ever used a fountain pen, Nick?
0: Yeah, I owned a, but it was a cheap one. You can buy them over here for like a dollar.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's got one of those like uh, the fountain pen with the ink cartridge, so it's got the ink cartridge in it. The, yeah. the cheap ones tend to leak a little bit, so when you first put it down onto the uh, onto the paper, it it leaves like a little bit of a spot. It's kind of irritating, and also if you put it in the cap and turn it upside down, it'll leak into the cap. So, but so it's obviously a cheap pen. But as far as writing with it goes, I actually found it easier to write with a fountain pen than it is to write with a ball pen for an extended period of time.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm finding. Yeah, <clears throat> I've uh, the the fountain pen that I bought is the Pilot Metropolitan. Mm-hmm. It's like $15 Yeah. over here, and it comes with a converter so that you can use a bottle ink instead of a cartridge. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, and it, uh, I actually, this is the second fountain pen that I've gotten. The first one that I got that I think I told you about last on Friday or something, mm-hmm. I got it Saturday, and I wasn't too impressed with it. That one was the more expensive one, wasn't it? Yeah, that one was twenty five, and I had to buy the converter separately. Ah, okay. Uh, like it, it wrote. It was too thick. It wasn't fine enough.
0: Interesting.
1: And so I, I started looking into it, and it didn't have the best ink flow. Yeah. Not to mention the converter was kind of goofy. It didn't had had some trouble picking up ink. Okay. Uh, so I I decided to try the other pen that had like the most reviews. So I mm-hmm. tried this pilot one and this one, this one's excellent. Nice. Very good pen.
0: I would trust pilot pilots a pretty well known name in writing utensils.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got this one yesterday and I've written about th- four pages in my notebook. Like it's, it's quite a bit of writing. Yeah. Nice job. And getting your story outlined and whatnot. Yeah. And it's, it, it writes good the fine the point is definitely fine enough ink flows good i'm happy with it and i i've uh i've put the cap on and like turned it upside down plenty of times and it doesn't leak at all so that's nice that's good i don't know if i'd feel comfortable enough with it to like put it in my pocket yet but <laughs> you're gonna break it
0: you sit on it or something I sure hope not. It's gonna it's gonna go like right through your thigh when you go to sit down. <laughs> slips out of the cap. Like that, like that in that uh, episode of Archer where the the cap always slips off the poisoned pen.
1: I've never <laughs> seen. I've, stabbing, never, I've, never, I've the never seen hooker. Archer.
0: Think. I know. Yeah, I keep telling you, you gotta watch Archer, and you never watch it. You bastard! You should fucking watch it already. Have you watched Rick and Morty? Rick and Morty, I've seen a couple times.
1: That show's hilarious. That
0: show is pretty funny. Yeah. <clears throat> they're they're promoting it on Hulu right now, so I checked it out a couple episodes. Was it Hulu, Hulu or Netflix? I can't remember. One or the other. I think, I
1: think Hulu, probably.
0: Yeah. Something, something, something. But yeah, kind of surprising.
1: Is that a Cartoon Network show? It is. Um, yeah, I thought so. I think it's Comedy Central, actually.
0: Oh, is it Comedy Central? Oh. It's,
1: wait, it's Adult Swim. Adult Swim, right? Yeah, I thought yeah. so. Mm-hmm.
0: It kind of see even feels like an adult swim show, kind of like those stoner comedies. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, God, I remember back when we used to watch uh, what, what, Tim and Eric' awesome show. That show was oh, yeah. so fucking weird. The show was so trippy. Ugh. I. It's like, it's one of those things. It's kind of like, uh, like my family with Napoleon Dynamite. The first time you watch it, it's really bad, and then like the third time you watch it, it's really good. It's really weird. I don't know how it works, but it works. <laughs> The more you watch it, the funnier it gets.
1: Yeah, it's like um, it's that movie that you made me watch that I really liked, actually. Uh, you Don't Mess With the Zohan. Haha! <laughs>
0: yeah. that That's another one. The first time I watched it, I didn't like it. Second time, I loved it. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know what it is about certain movies, but the more you watch them, the more the better they get. Definitely Napoleon Dynamite is on there. Zohan is on there. Borat was funny to begin with, but definitely the more you watch Borat, the better it gets. Definitely. And uh, just the other uh, Bruno, I didn't really like Bruno the first time I watched it because it was way too gay for my liking. But the second time I watched it, I was like hysterically laughing through the entire movie. Yeah. It's I don't know I don't know what it is. It's like maybe once your brain has been shocked the first time, then the second time it's actually funny. (laughs) But whatever but uh all right i think we've been going for almost like two hours now so i think we're going to bring this uh episode to uh close uh do yeah. you have any any parting words of wisdom that you'd like to say
1: no i'm all burned out i'm You're all burned out yeah i'm ready to go to sleep been yeah, up yeah. like 24 hours or some shit I don't know if it's been that long, but I mean, I took a I took like a three hour nap, but I I don't you I don't think you could really call it sleeping because I was constantly waking up during it.
0: Okay, that's not really
1: sleeping. My goddamn dog barks all the time. Fuck buddy, fuck him right in the ass. You should take that fucking dildo and just jam it Uh, in there. Yesterday I got up at four p.m. So I've been up pretty much since four p.m. yesterday.
0: Yeah, it's it's
1: it's 8 p.m. now, so I've been up about 28 hours. All right, time
0: for bed, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to plug anything before you go?
1: Nah, I'll leave that to you. You're going to leave that to
0: me? You can plug something. All right. Well, I'll plug for Jim then. Uh, Amazon.com. Go and check out Jim's book. Uh, the name of it. Uh, All he saw was autumn. Just search that and it'll come right up. It's the one with the gay watercolor on the cover of the pretty tree. Much. <laughs> My name's on it as well as the editor. So you should be able to find it pretty easily. Uh, check it out. Uh, what's
1: the price currently, Jim? It's 2.99 for the ebook and 9.99 for the paperback.
0: All right, so that's pretty cheap. You should get it. Definitely get the ebook. Maybe consider getting the paperback because holding things is awesome, just like we talked about in the last week's episode. Yep. Um, as for me, please check out uh controlaltawesome.com, c t r l a l t awesome.com. Uh check us out on YouTube. Otherwise just go to our website and find it uh facebook.com/controlaltawesome. All the things. Check out all the things. All right. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of uh, Petty Banter. Uh, We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Thanks, guys. See you later. See ya.